I get to Vach Rabbi Yisrael, we're holding in the middle of the Sugya, Basa Vachalav. We're going to be starting Meiz Hashem today. This is the crunch. This is the real Basa Vachalav Shailas. Shailas that are Nagea all the time. Shailas that are very important to understand. Uh, we're obviously get, we're, our goal over here is to get to the Inyonim of Shvuz, uh, which of course we're going to discuss in detail of, uh, waiting six hours, waiting three hours, waiting, you know, milk, cheese, uh, meat in different directions, all the things that need to be done. So, of course, that's the direction that we're going. But to understand that, we have to understand a little bit of the halachas of Mosul Cholub, how they apply. So, last time, was it Thursday? I don't remember where we were holding already. Whenever we gave shit last, I think it was Thursday, right? We, discussed, we went to Hagdoma, right? It was Thursday, right? We did a Hagdoma of Mosul Cholub. Why is it Asa? How is it Asa? And various, you know, uh, applications of the three Isurim, Abishal, Achila, and of course, Hana. That we had previously discussed. And we now want to continue, Mati, with discussing the actual shyness that are in a game in the kitchen. What I'm going to give you today, Beis Hashem, is very much, um, some of the guidelines of what to know, how to ask, what is a shyness, and especially some of the words that come out. You'll ask a rabbi a shyness, he'll ask you, he'll ask you something, you'll be like, I know what that means. Token English. So we're going to give you some of the basic ideas of how to understand what's going on. Okay? The first and foremost, the most important shayla we have in Basav HaKhalav in Yerodeya is something called Tam Ki'ika. Okay? It's a Machoikus Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. If Tam is Ki'ika, one of the first shaylas I received in my Smicha test was this shayla. Tam Ki'ika. Is it a Daraisa or a Durabonon? It's a Machoikus Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. What does Tam Ki'ika mean? Anybody know? That's Tam. Oh, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Shimon. Well, taste is like the main. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means in a very simple manner like this. When you take a fly sugar pot, a pot that was used for real meat, right? Bossa behema, actual meat. And you cook it in there. The taste of the meat goes and imparts itself into the walls of the pot. Now, if you go along and you cook milk in that same pot... We'll just make it easy within 24 hours. So the halacha is tam ke'ikadaraisa. That's how we paskin. We paskin the hachme tam ke'ikadaraisa, which means that in that milk is a bus of a chal of da'araisa. But what do you mean? It was totally clean, Moti. I cleaned up the pan a thousand percent from any of the meat that would have been in there. Okay? Because tam ke'ika means the taste has imparted itself in the walls. When it then comes out into the milk that I subsequently cook in there, that is considered to be tam ke'ika moti. with me? Tam ke'ika daraisa. So that's going to be an isi daraisa. That means that milk will be asa bahana. No benefit whatsoever. Why? Because it was cooked in a pan that was previously used recently for meat. Tam ke'ika daraisa. That's how we paskin. Okay? That is the din of that. Number one. Number two. What is the difference between... You have a question? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Ah, Frank Matia Kasha. What happens if it wasn't used recently? Great. The answer is, that's enough to mean if we call it a Ben or an Eina Ben Okay, let me explain. You're going to go to the rabbi, say, Rabbi, I don't know what to do. I promised they made a cheese omelette in a fly sugar frying pan. Last night, I cooked steaks in there, or whatever it was, right? Forget about chicken, forget about... Let's leave that chicken for a moment, let's make it simple. Talk about steak, talk about meat, because then we'll make it the shayla v'daraisa, right? Now, he's going to ask you, Kasha, is it a ben yoimai? Huh? What does that mean? English, English huh? Exactly. What's the answer? The answer is ben yoimai means if it was used in the last 24 hours, ben yoimai, right? Son of the day. It was used in the last 24 hours, to hurry up. Or if it's an ain't a ben yoimai, means it was not used in the last 24 hours. Mine up, Gamina, 
says the Gemara, that once you have a pan, that was the taste inside, was used 24 hours ago, it goes stale. Right? It goes stale. The taste is no longer, as they say in English, potent. Nobody knows what that means, right? That's not, no, it's not. That's a regular normal word. Zev. No? I don't know. When I wrote the book, the Kashmir's book, so one of my big editors, a very hush of a poisek, he said to me, we should call the chapter on, what talks about onions, onions, garlics, which we'll get to in a minute, hopefully. He says to me, we should call it pungent foods. I said, nobody's going to know what that means. Yeah, everybody knows what a pungent, please can I have a pungent food, right? It's like, what does that mean? It's not British! Hi, <laughs> Gavalt, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Frey Levy, what's the din of the food? Very good. <laughs> Let's explain. He's right here. Let's explain. Let's explain. The nafkamina between a ben and an ene ben is that the food will be mutta, like Levy said. What does that mean? That means if I cook milk in a pan that was used 24 and a half hours ago for steak, the milk is mutta. Now the pan is going to be asa, right? Because you've got bleers of both meat and milk in it, so the walls of the pan of a short trait, you have to kasher it. How to kasher it? I don't know. You look up Yeridea, Sebukuf Chav Aleph, Hilchas Pesach, Tof Nun Aleph, you see the sugar over there. Al Koponim, Machala, right? The pan is asa. You're allowed to drink the milk if the pan was used over 24 hours ago. It's called an Eina Ben Yoimai, okay? Same din. If you take a ladle and you want to go and take some chicken soup, right? Let's, let's just say, make it easy. Chicken soup, even though chicken soup would not be a problem of Hanar, because it's a Durabonon. But Akaponon, of course, it'll still have the same din of Treif. And I take, uh, I take a ladle to take some of the chicken soup and I use a milchiga ladle. So use a milchiga ladle, I have a problem now. How am I going to eat my chicken soup? So there are two things you could do. Number one, if the ladle was not used in the last 24 hours for hot milk, then therefore it's an Eni Benyoyme. Eni Benyoyme doesn't impart its taste into what it goes to because the taste inside there is stale, which means that the, the, the milk, the chicken soup, will be 100% mutter to have. The ladle will be trade, for states, right? The pot will also be fine. If the chicken soup's fine, the pot's also fine. The ladle's not. The other, what's the other hetter you could use the soup? Let's say it was a Benyoyme. Let's say the leader was a Benyam. Last night I made a cream and mushroom soup with real cream. Now I dip it into the chicken soup within 24 hours. What's that? Bottle Bishishim. Asha, Gavaldi. All the way. Montreal. Bottle Bishishim, right? It's Bottle Bishishim means that it's nullified in 60. Asha, you get candy. Okay? Nice catch. Nullified in 60, okay? That's the other heta. So you've got two attain. You've got bottle b'shishim. If it's nullified in 60, there's 60 times more than the ladle, right? In other words, there was a lot of chicken soup. And therefore, there's 60 times more chicken soup than the part of the ladle of the spoon that went inside. Then even if it's a benyoy, it will be mota. But if it's an any benyoy, we don't have to come onto that. The ladle will be trait. We don't have to castor it. But the soup and, of course, the pan will be mota. So that is the din of Tam Ke'ika. Oh, is everybody with me? Very important case. What about if you have a Sophic Ben Yoimai or any Ben Yoimai? For example, what happens, one second, good. What happens if Mokhara, you dip in the ladle, a milchiga ladle, into the chicken soup? Oivai, it's a milchiga ladle, what do I do now? Ah, one second, when was the last time he used his ladle? Oh, yeah, yeah, was it more than 24 hours or less than 24 hours? Sophic Ben Yoimai, any Ben Yoimai, what's the psak? So Ben says what? So here we're Nakel. Because it's a Machlokas Rishonim, whatever. Sophic 
Sofik ben Yoimai is automatically, says the Taz and Simon Sadi, hey, an Eina ben Yoimai. So whenever you have a Sofik, oh, what do I do in this case? Was it used 24 hours or not 24 hours? The halacha is, it's got din of an Eina ben Yoimai if you have a Sofik, which means you can always be makel. Now, of course, if you know it was used in 24 hours, nothing to talk about. Okay? Is that clear? Tam ke'ika, very simple. So how are we ready for the next stage? We're moving in stages over here. Nat bar nat. Very good. Nat bar nat. What does it stand for? Nat bar nat. Rabbi say ni. Rabbi say basics. Your wife's gonna ask you this on the second date to see to see what type of guy you are. No, come on, guys. I'm helping you out. Not yet. That's why we're here. I'm called Rebbe. Oh, Ben, that's why we're here. Beautiful. Where's everybody? Anyway, so, <laughs> so Nat Barnett. What does Nat Barnett stand for? Nicing Tam, Barnicing Tam. Uh, English, uh, secondary taste. You said that? I said that. Oh, no. Both? Nicing Tam, nice and Tam. That means secondary taste. What does that mean? Rabbi said this is one of the most nagaya shilas that everyone that cooks knows. Okay, this is a very simple shayla. You make noodles, pasta, rice, potatoes, whatever it is, something parav. In a, for example, a fleischiger pan, right? This was used for chicken soup. This was used for meat, right? This is my fleischiger pan. Can I use those noodles with cheese? Again, the pan was 100% clean, 1,000% clean. I made some noodles. I made some lakshan. I made pasta, whatever it is, right? I now, I've got it in the fridge in in a plastic container, right? Am I allowed to take it and mix it with cheese? Very Nogea Shaila. You have leftover noodles from yesterday. They didn't touch the meat. Didn't go anywhere near the meat. Didn't see the meat. Isur. Why? It's not barnat. Says Ben, that's not barnat. What's not barnat? Nice. Not barnat. You call it back? Not barnat, Rabbi Sai, means... That there's a secondary taste. What's the secondary taste? Let's think. The meat went into the pan. So the pan has tam ki'ika, right? That's the, that's the first taste. But then when I make the noodles, the pasta, the rice, whatever, the pan that's going out for, into the pan, from the pan, into the noodles, that's already secondary taste. That's considered to be what? That's a weaker tam, it's much weaker. It's not got the same koyach as the original taste. If that's the case, that's not barnat. What's the deal with that barnat? Rabbi Yisrael, let me tell you very, very simply. Remember this, because it gets a little bit confusing. I don't even know if we should get into the Sfadi halachas right now, because that's even more confusing sometimes. It's more makel as well. But we'll get to Maybe we'll mention it. Okay? The halacha is like this. For all those people that said it's osa, you guys should learn halacha, because you can be a lot more makel. Okay? It goes like this. If you have, let's just take rice that was cooked in a fleishik pan. It makes an afkamina if the pan that was cooked in was a ben yoimoy or an ena ben yoimoy. Let's make it very clear, okay? There are books that's, that tell all this very, very clearly. I think one of the in the kitchen, you could look it up over there. Very simple. All Jewish homes should own at least three of them in different rooms just to make sure. him. <laughs> so it's an afkamina if it's a ben yoimoy or an ena ben yoimoy. Tuli. If it's a ben yoimo, that means I made the rice in a ben yoimo fleischiger pan, then I'm not allowed to go along and mix it with cheese. But if I did already, then it's okay, and I'm allowed to eat it. If the pan was an ena ben yoimo, which means I made the rice in an ena ben yoimo fleischiger pan, I'm allowed to mix it with cheese. 
I'm allowed to take the rice and mix it with cheese. Zuk the shah, not al daskin. What does that mean? Don't make the rice or the pasta in an Eina Ben Yoimoy Fleischik pan if you know that you're going to eat it with cheese. But if once you already made it and it's in the fridge, even though it's a Ben Yoimoy, you're allowed to mix it with cheese lechatchela. Chacham argues on the shach. I'm not going to go into the sugya. Okay? Svarim a little bit more makele. But just to make it very simple and very clear. Okay, Rabbi say, is this clear? It's got to be clear because I know there's going to be like, oh no, did, what did he say? Ben Yoimah, anybody. If you made something pariv in a fleishik pan, or milchik, the other way around, whatever it is, right? Stam is a fleishik, right? Who has a, say milchik. Anyway, shvuas, only because of shvuas, we have to mention milchik, just to be yaitza. Um, Zev, can't wait. Hanukkah, Yaakov, you're absolutely right. Hanukkah and milkshakes, that's what it is. Shvuas is Yom Tov, Yom Tov, Okay, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so, Lamaisa, if you make something parav in a fly sugar pan, okay, if it's a ben yoimai, you cannot mix it with cheese. If you did already, you put the cheese on, you can eat it. If it's an ain ben yoimai, you're allowed to mix it with cheese, but don't do it al daske, meaning don't cook the parav thing in a fly sugar, ain't ben yoimai pan, if you know that you're going to have it together with the opposite min. Okay? That is the halacha over there. Rabbi, so let's move on. Okay? Next stage. Let's bring it up a level now. Okay? What, level by level, we're going to get to all the, some of the major shilas. Tomorrow we're going to talk about ovens and steams and all sorts of interesting shilas. What we're discussing around is a very interesting shila. Ankan, so far until now. We've talked about tam ke'ika. We've talked about nat bar nat, secondary tastes. There is a major exception. I think that this is one of the only reasons that I wrote the Kashra's book was for the halacha that we're about to say, which I possibly just saw that the Olam just wants a in and they didn't know, and if they knew, they would keep it. So I therefore I wanted to be, you know, publicizing as much as possible. And that is the Shaila Badov Chorif, a pungent food in English, or maybe simply a, a sharp food. Okay? What is the din of a pungent food? What is the din of something sharp? For argument's sake, without getting involved in a machoikas, we'll talk about an onion. What is the din of an onion? Okay? So there's a major chiddush by Dov Chorif that doesn't apply to almost anything else. Okay? Which is a huge chiddush. It's going to take everything that we said until now and say it's not Negea. What is that mochala? Number one. Normally, in order to extract heat, to extract tam, taste, you need heat. Heat takes out the taste. Stump to put something somewhere. It's not, in other words, for example, if I put some milk in a fly sugar pan for 20 minutes, nothing's going to happen. True. They put it there for 24 hours. That's called kovish, 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 and the Gemara does and chulin. And Avadu, that's considered to be like it was like there, it was like there with heat. But if I put something inside for a small amount of time, under 24 hours, without heat, nothing happens. The chiddush of a dovachorif says the Gemara in chulin is it does three things. Does three things. What are these three things? Number one, it extracts taste out without heat. That means what the Gemara calls duchka de sakina. What does that mean? Yeah, very good. Ducha de Sakina. Somebody? <laughs> you're sitting up. Now normally when you're over there, you seem to get the answers. Ah, okay. What, what was it? What? Pressing with a knife. Asha, beautiful. Pressure of the knife. I should get the candy to rubber off the steam, no? Michael? Ducha de Sakina means that the pressure of the knife will extract the taste of the knife without heat. That's Chiddush number one. Chiddush number two. 
that even though normally the taste of the knife that comes out somewhere will be what we call nat barnat, it's secondary taste, and therefore, like Toast was told, doesn't it's much weaker when it comes to a davacharif. It's the tam ke'ika. It goes back to the original tam. It goes up, it upgrades a level. And therefore it's got a din of real tam. That's number two. And number three, the biggest chedesh of all. That it will rejuvenate. Is that too long? Okay. It's rejuvenate. What does that mean? <laughs> it rejuvenates. Oh, oh, oh. Goes back to What does that mean? Normally, we said until now, if something hasn't been used for 24 hours, it's an Eniban Yoimo, and the taste in it is stale. When it comes to a Dovachorif, we don't say that. And a Dovachorif, a pungent food, will extract and rejuvenate the taste. So, for example, if the last time you used that knife for steak was 26 years ago at the Bas Mitzvah, that was a huge mitzvah to go to instead of night seder. It was the biggest mitzvah. Very important. I need to be there. If not, if I'm there, then who knows what's going to be. I need to be by the bus mitzvah. No, it's a mitzvah. It's partially a mitzvah. Important. 26 years ago, you used that knife for steak. You cut an onion. The onion is fleshik. Right? That's the din. So Rabbi Isai, a double chorif. Number one. Number one, you don't need heat. You need the pressure of the knife. And by the way, a knife doesn't mean a knife. It means a fork. It means a blender, a grater. It means your teeth. We'll get to maybe Hilchas Pesach, whether or not when you bite on the morrow on Seder night, it could be that you're extracting the time of Chomets and you're eating Chomets on Leil HaSeder. Shem Yerachim. Okay? Okay? The only certain place in the world that you can like, you know. What's that? It's a real thing. Huh? Oh, Zev cushes his teeth before that. Zev cashes his teeth before Pesach to make sure. Tofno Nalaf, Arachayim, right? Dentures. Okay, so the Manchester Roshiv, I spoke to the dentist of the Manchester Roshiv, uh, and he told me that his dentist, that he had three pairs of false teeth, three, three pairs of dentures, one for Milch, one for Fleischer, and one for Pesach. Meister Shoya spoke to his dentist. Spoke to his dentist. Ah, maybe Milch is on Pesach. Anyway... We have to finish. We have to finish. So we've got three Chedushim of Dov Chorid. Tomorrow we have to discuss two things. Number one, how much of the onion, when you cut it with a Fleischer knife, becomes Fleischer? That's number one. How much of the whole onion, a big onion, the whole thing is a piece of meat, what happens now? Number two, do I have to wait six hours after eating an onion that I cut with a Fleischer knife? Big enough, Gamina. Okay? Number three, what if I cut an onion? With a Fleischer knife, and then I put it into a blender. There are so many shadows that we have to discuss too, and more, including ovens and gas stoves. Beis Hashem, join us tomorrow for more exciting halachas of Have a wonderful day.